You turn in your Bibles to Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians. Uh, I have some advice to give you. Back about seventy-four years ago, my mother gave me a little book, and it had some advice in it. Then about uh, 54 years ago, my wife gave me a copy of that same book, and it had the same advice. This advice was written about year 56. So in your Bibles, in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, I want you to look at this to make sure I'm saying it right, okay? 2 Corinthians 8.10. And herein I give my advice. For this is expedient for you who have begun before not only to do, but also to be forward a year ago. Now therefore perform the doing of it, that as there was a readiness to will, so there may be a performance also out of that which ye have. I've read that many times. In fact, the little Bible that my mom gave me, I, uh, I uh, don't ever remember reading that. In fact, I'm not sure I read that little Bible back then. But those words are identical to what the book is in the book that my wife gave me, in the book that my mother gave me, and that were written by the Apostle Paul back 1,968 years ago. Advice. Advice to go forward. To go forward means to advance, to gain ground, and not just willing to do it, but to do it. Performance is what counts. You know, we've heard many times before that if you finish your race, everybody knows that you began. Think about that one. Now we're going to be talking about going forward tonight. Some there's a number of places in the Bible that talks about going forward. Uh, over in Genesis, Isaac it says waxed great and went forward with flocks, herds, servants, because he obeyed God's voice. So here is this man, a godly man, that gain great things. And, and, you know, we're not here tonight to say that we want to gain a bunch of worldly things. That's not what it's about. It's to go forward for the Lord, to gain ground spiritually. And that's what Isaac had done. And God blessed him for it. And then we read in, in Exodus, the 14th chapter, where the children of Israel, you know, they just gotten out of bondage and and oh, they were free, and how exciting that would be to be freed from bondage. And then all of a sudden, there's the Red Sea, and there's the enemy behind you. What are you going to do? And it just seemed like they, they were, well, they were afraid. And I would be too. And Moses said, fear not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. There's something very important there. To stand still. You can't go forward spiritually until you see salvation, until you receive salvation. If you want to make advancements with God, if you want to go forward with the Lord, you need to be saved. 
So then after he told them to stand still and see salvation of the Lord, a couple verses more in verse 15, and then the Lord said unto Moses, speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. And they went forward, even though there was the Red Sea ahead of them. It opened up. Isn't that a miracle? I mean, it's just fantastic when you read that. And not only that, but then they got across and the enemy came and God took care of them. Because they obeyed and they went forward. Even though when it seemed impossible situation, they went forward and won. Then there was a time in First Samuel... Uh, when uh, Samuel was anointing Saul to be the king. And what a, what a time that was. So there's so many details that were prophesied that it just, it just, it's wonderful. First Samuel chapter 10. And Saul, uh, Samuel took a vial of oil, poured it upon his head, we Saul's head, and kissed him and said, is it not because the Lord hath anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance? Now what had happened before this, you know, Saul's father, the, some animals had disappeared and Saul was out looking for them. But this was all part of God's plan. And then met Samuel. Samuel anointed him. And, and then uh, he said in verse 2, When thou art departed from me today, then thou shalt find two men by Rachel's sepulcher in the border of Benjamin at Zillah, and they will say unto you, the asses which went out, asses which thou wentest to seek are found. And lo, thy father hath left the care of the asses and sorroweth for you, saying, what shall I do for my son? And then he goes on to say here now, then you're going to go forward, all right? You're going to go forward from thence, and you're going to see three men, one of them carrying three kids and another carrying three loaves of bread and another carrying a bottle of wine. They'll salute you. They'll give you two loaves of bread and you go on down. All these other specific things will happen because he went forward and he went forward. And then in verse six, and the spirit of the Lord will come upon thee and thou wilt prophesy with them and shall be turned into another man. Because he went forward in God's plan, God changed him. God made a big change in him. And verse 9, it says, God gave him another heart. You realize that going forward with the Lord, things happen. Changes are made. Good things happen. Then there was a time in Second Kings where the Elisha and the Shunammite woman Remember how she didn't have any children and Elisha was there and, and prayed with her and, and she ended up having a child and then the child died. And so the mother took the child and called her servant and said, and she saddled an ass and said to her servant, drive and go forward. Slack not thy riding for me except I bid thee. In other words, go forward and don't stop unless I tell you to. Go forward. Remember the rest of the story? The child was healed because she went forward. And you think about, it, you know, forward. Forward a year ago. Where was I a year ago? Where were you a year ago? Not necessarily physically, but spiritually. 
You know, we can expect things to happen when we go forward. Now, I don't have any object lessons, but I'll give you an example here tonight. The Christmas trains, you know, we have three Christmas trains. The two big ones, they're, they're the same. The gear shift is exactly the same. One of them has some words on it to say which way's which. The other one has nothing on it. It's just the same gear shift. They do exactly the same thing. So what doesn't make sense to me, though, is you push the lever forward to go backward, and you pull the lever back to go forward. Isn't that right, Brother Rich? <clears throat> he, ended up with, he ended up with the one that didn't have words on it. All right? So uh, there was a couple times I noticed the passengers kind of grunted and grumbled a minute because it went the wrong way for a second. Okay, but the point is, one was labeled, it says, forward on this side and reverse on the other side. All you had to do was look at the instructions and you could go forward. Obey the written word, as it were. It says forward, put the lever forward, and you will go forward. It happens that way. But the other one, you had to find out for yourself. It's kind of like wandering in the wilderness, trying to find your way. Which way do I go? Do I go this way or that way? It, when I first drove it, I just thought, we well, go forward or go forward. And you bump your head in the steering wheel. But it's just some things in life don't make sense. But if you follow the instructions, you can go forward. Things work for you. The other thing that I'd like to mention tonight... is that when you got in your car to come to church tonight, probably, well, some of you have buttons or whatever, but most of us have cars that you put the, the, grab the gear shift, and what do you do? You pull it back to go forward. Maybe some of you have to turn a button or something, all right? But you have to follow the instructions to go forward. What's interesting, too, there's some interesting things that hopefully will help you remember when you get in your car to go someplace, I want to go forward this year. My purpose, my goal is to go forward. So we know, we learned early on, when first learning to drive, you learned what the gear shift pattern was, and you learned how to do things. But what doesn't make sense with all this, if you stop and think about it, if you want to go fast, you push forward on the gas pedal. If you want to stop, you push forward on the brake pedal. All these things, we know what to do. We know what they mean. We, we've read the instructions. We've learned. And so if you want to go forward, we follow the directions. Many years ago, we had to... Uh, I was a well driller, and we had some big equipment and had the opportunity to come down to the Portland area. I lived in Chehalis at the time. And we bought a, a big drill rig, a big piece of equipment. It weighed over 40,000 pounds, and it had a 14-speed 14, 14 transmission in it. So it had 14 gears, called 14-speed road rangers, what it was called. But it had a button about the size of a coffee cup. That was the gear shift, and it only stuck up about six inches. And that controlled it all. I had never driven 
one of those before. I mean, I know how to drive. I know stick shift and all that. But we bought the machine, and it was down here, oh, out towards Woodburn someplace, I think. And the uh, first thing I had to do was go across the street to get some fuel, to fuel it up to drive it home. And it seemed like I couldn't get it out of the first three years. It was what I didn't know at the time. You, you go the first three gears, then you lever, you push, and you go the next four gears or whatever and keep going that way. But here I was, light turned green. I had to, trying to go as fast as I could go, which was about a walk speed. I crossed it, it seemed like a hundred lanes of traffic and the light changed and I was just crawling across doing my best to get across there because I didn't know how to do it. All right. I hadn't read instructions on how to drive something like that. But we have instructions on how to get where we want to go right here, folks. And I pray that each one of us will be so careful that we just realize that we want to go forward this year. Maybe we say what we could say like, uh, uh, I want more in 24 or something. I want I want to go forward with you, Lord. Think about some of the songs we sing. That one song says, Rouse then soldiers, rally round the banner, ready, steady, pass the word along. What comes next? Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throng. So moms and dads, or if you're driving home tonight and you hear your kids start singing onward, forward, you know that they paid attention tonight. And God help us to think about this. Really, go forward this year. Is there something you can think of that might be hindering you from going forward? Maybe you need to make a New Year's restitution. I said restitution, okay? If you have a restitution that you need to make, you can make all the resolutions you want to make, but you think you'll go forward with the Lord if there's a restitution right there in the way? Maybe it's something little. You know, we've heard restitutions of a, like a penny piece of candy or a piece of gum or a quarter or maybe something big like some we've heard. But if there's a restitution you need to make, Make it. Absolutely make it. Don't wait till tomorrow. You know, and I thought, okay, how about if I has, if someone had a restitution Sunday that was hindering to me going forward? That was last year. Let's make sure that we make that restitution so we can go forward from this time having done what we need to do. If we refuse to make a restitution, it's like putting the transmission in park. You're not going to go anywhere. It's just not going to work spiritually. Any unresolved restitution will prevent us going forward. Sometimes, maybe we think, well, we're not in park. Maybe we think we're in, we're just in neutral. But the only place you're going to go in neutral is coast downhill. Make a choice. Don't try to be neutral. Don't be in park. And you know you don't want to make a choice to go backwards in reverse. But make that choice 
to go forward spiritually with the Lord. As the children of Israel, how Moses said, or, yeah, said, stand still and see that salvation. The first step to going forward is salvation. And we have these altars. People pray here every meeting and God's spirit is here. And if we can just listen to God and say, Lord, thy will be done. I'm going forward this year because I'm putting my hand in yours, my complete trust in you like the children of Israel. There might look like a red sea in front of us, might feel like the enemy's crawling up our back, but with God's help, we'll come out the winner. And then if you're saved and don't have your sanctification, you want to go forward? Seek. Seek hard. I, I I wish I could tell you exactly how to do it. We all we, we wish we wish we could tell you exactly how to do it. But trust and obey. There's no other way. Just just trust in the Lord. Put your complete trust in Him. And if you're saved and sanctified and don't have your baptism, wouldn't you like to go forward this year? Go forward this year. So next year, at this time, if the Lord tarries, you can say, "I have gone forward this year." There's a song that used to sing when I used to go to Sunday school back as a little kid. Every time Sunday school uh, opening stuff was over, then we'd march up these steps up to Sunday school class upstairs. And the song we always sang was Onward, Christian Soldiers. Marching as to war with the cross of Jesus going on before. Christ, the royal master, lead against the foe. See his banners go. All the At the sign of trumpet, Satan's host must flee. On then, Christian soldiers, on to victory. Hell's foundations quiver at the shout of praise. Brothers, lift your voices. Loud your anthems raise. Onward, then, ye people, join our happy throng. Blend with ours your voices in the triumph song. Glory, laud, and honor unto Christ the King. This through countless ages men and angels sing. Onward, Christian soldiers. Can we do that tonight as we come and pray? Just let that prayer be, Lord, I'm going forward with you tonight. Every step of the way, I'm going forward with you. When I drive home and I look at that gear shift, Lord, I'm going to go forward with you. Tomorrow, Lord tarries, if I'm going to work or school and I get that gear shift, I'm going to see that forward sign. Lord, I'm going forward with you. May that be on our mind every day, every day this year to go forward with him. And the Lord will bless us for it. Let's stand and sing number 159.